I'm Lucy Barkas, and this is the Leader X Podcast. Hi, it's Lucy here, and I'm back with my musings on leadership. And today I want to reflect on well-being in the workplace. Now, well-being back when I first started working was that annual training on how to sit at your desk correctly. It was mandated and a tick-in-the-box exercise to make the company more profitable and not have any of those lawsuits or excess sickness and ailments. It was all about being compliant. Yes, I know I'm being cynical, but I never really felt like anyone cared whether my keyboard position was really right. Fast forward to 2021, and it is so different. If you as a leader aren't talking about well-being, well, there's something really wrong. Everyone I know has experienced some kind of mental health um, issue, you know, being knocked off balance somewhat in the last year. You know, the world went into chaos and our whole lives were disrupted. Now, if you experience positive mental health normally, then you will know how it feels to have lost your mojo. I especially experienced this myself in December 2020. You know, all year I've been on it and I've been in survival mode and the the nights were getting darker and um, we were all ramping up for Christmas. And then this new variant came in and it was all really just so hard. All I wanted to do was just hibernate. I wasn't excited about Christmas. Um, I was burnt out from the the world of work that I've been doing. I was so mentally drained that I couldn't even read a book. All I wanted to do was just hide away watch movies and eat chocolate. I noticed myself becoming even more introverted. I didn't want to see my friends. I wasn't chatting on social media as much as I was. Um, And I noticed. I listened to my mind and my body and I allowed myself just for a while to be still. For, For others, this low mood, this losing your mojo might feel like lethargy. Um, It can also be classed as languishing. As Adam Grant writes, many people aren't burnt out. They aren't depressed. They don't feel hopeless. They just feel a little bit melancholy, a little adrift. In short, they're languishing. They're just muddling through the day, feeling somewhat sluggish and empty. But what's really interesting is that languishing can turn into depression if you don't acknowledge it name it and do something about it. Being aware of it is the first stage. And then being able to forgive yourself for languishing. I've been there. I remember after a terrible breakup, I was absolutely heartbroken. Um, I felt lost. I, I couldn't find my way. And my normal instinct is to get into action. You know, I'd have joined the gym, throw myself into work, started socializing, But my instinct this time told me to allow myself to wallow, or in Adam's words, languish. I allowed myself to grieve and heal and reflect. Now, I'm not lying when I say every saboteur came out to tell me to get into action. They said, you know, Lucy, stop being lazy. Oh, you're a failure. Look at what you've become. You know, it was was all there in my head. So I had to silence them and remind myself that this behavior that um, this uh, action-orientated mindset would just lead to bigger burnout. Now I needed to wallow, and it worked. Concentrated languishing, or 
you know, wallowing can be restorative. It can help you transition from that low mood to flourishing once again. You just need to tune into your body. Now, a friend of mine shared with me that she's really angry, waking up angry, losing her temper at the smallest things. And it just didn't feel like her. She's normally the fixer, the helper, the carer, the the action orientated one. And she realized that she was in compassion fatigue. She really needed to put her own life jacket on before being able to help others. She needed to to remedy and do self-care. Another friend of mine couldn't bear the discomfort of this low mood and began numbing. He would get lost on social media for hours, which impacted his mental state even further. And he was comparing his low mood to the lives that everybody put on show on social media. He began comparing himself to others and mentally beating himself up. Eventually, he took a social media break and saw immediate results. His mood lifted and he found time to to be more productive and do the healthy activities that he saw everybody else doing. Don't forget to catch up on previous episodes with Mary Williams about creating more balance in your life to improve your leadership performance and keep subscribing for more leadership tips and reflections. So being aware of your mood and um, taking the right course of action is really, really important. So what's this got to do with leadership? Well, Aside from you being a leader and needing to be at the top of your game, you're also responsible for others, the people who join you on your vision, the people who are in your charge. They also have mental health. When they're at their best, they're going to be super focused and engaged and motivated. But when they're not, they might be anxious or stressed, depressed, languishing, The work, the relationships at work, the behaviors in the workplace, they all directly impact someone's mental health and mental health matters. Now, think about it, you know, on average, you're at work for about 8.4 hours. Um, You know, if you're working remotely, this might seep into 10 hours, 12 hours even. Uh, The relationships and the kind of work where you're spending your physical and mental and emotional time really does impact you. So some of the contributors that really do make a positive impact on mental health are a sense of purpose, of belonging and empowerment. When people feel like they are working towards something greater than themselves, um, whether it's a call to arms or a mission, a vision, a bigger plan, something that they can believe in, then they have more purpose. They, they got something to get up for in the morning. They understand why they're contributing. They feel like they belong to a group, that they can relate to others, that they are being appreciated and valued. All humans will then feel lifted. And when we have a sense of autonomy, so this empowerment to make choices for ourselves and have some control over our work and our lives, we become more engaged, more motivated. So your leadership, the way in which you manage your people, the way in which you lead your people, the environment, the culture, the relationships and the values directly impact others' mental health. And that is huge. That is a huge responsibility for you. 
So yes, the cynic in me will of course say that positive mental health is good for business. And that's the reason you should do it. When your people are happier, they perform better. You know, they're more improved at their focus. It reduces their stress. They get a better job satisfaction level and have a more positive outlook. They're more optimistic and they're physically healthier and um, build better relationships. So it makes sense. And then businesses that really do focus on creating the environments where well-being is a priority, see higher levels of performance, increased productivity. There's reduced absenteeism, presenteeism, uh, less sickness absence, and they're able to attract and retain top talent. They're just recognized as being a great place to work. So yeah, there's all the upside. But for me, it's even beyond that. As a leader, you can positively change people's lives by doing what is right, by caring about others and creating the environments that are fulfilling. You can create a legacy and make a positive impact on the world around you. So what can you do right now? Okay, yeah, there's some big, big statements there, but there's lots you can do right now. So one of the things is you can just start talking about mental health and well-being. Start raising it on the agenda, you know, put it into your communication. Use your words, share your own experiences and make it okay to talk about. Perhaps you might want to invest in a mental health first trade, uh, first aid training um, so that it's normalized that people can understand who to turn to if they are struggling. Because one in four people in the UK are likely to experience negative mental health in any given year. So don't keep it a secret. Notice it. Take care of one another. So then you can also encourage people to be more active. So make it part of the culture and expectation that people will take breaks, that they will do exercise, that they will move their bodies. You know, sitting at the screen all day is bad for us mentally. Encourage people to go outside, uh, do walking meetings. Don't book meetings in for lunch breaks. Uh, set the expectation that, you know, after five or six o'clock, you don't want them working or responding to emails. So that means you shouldn't be sending them either. Get people to move their bodies so they produce these endorphins, raise serotonin, maybe get somebody in to do, um, you know, a 20 minute workout session every morning. Set some team challenges to how many steps that you can do. There's plenty that you can do. Make it the norm to have breaks, to move more and do more. And then there's offering flexibility to encourage that empowerment. So you can reduce the stress of those school runs or family commitments um, by just allowing your people to work when they are at their best to create more balance. Um, so stop micromanaging where everybody is every second of the day and start focusing on the outcomes. So allow people to work anytime, any place, anywhere, but when it's at their best. So yeah, run these well-being sessions. Get somebody in to run a webinar on well-being, on diet or mindfulness. You know, do exercise classes together or how to reduce stress. And you know, the key is get people thinking about it and recognizing it and well, talking about it. But above all, be a leader that genuinely cares about their people on a human level. Be that leader. All of my guests make me question how I'm doing as a leader and Rob has made me reflect on how I'm taking care of myself. So check out Rob's Instagram page for more daily inspiration and don't forget to follow the LeaderX hashtag 
for more insights, more inspiration and top tips. Until next time, take care. <laughs>